Welcome to the Real Driving Man podcast. I am John Henry, and today, or I guess this is going to be an episode of what I have titled Self Therapy. <laughs> um, if you want to listen to episodes with me talking about more mental health stuff, um, look for the videos that have a picture of a sunflower, and they're titled Bipolar Talk, and I try to be a little bit more focused and uh, streamlining information about mental health, uh, which is, I guess I have a passion to do. Um, but in this episode, I kind of go back to my, uh, earlier podcasts. It was always something I did when I first started doing the podcast where I would, I didn't really have a plan. I still don't have plans a lot of my podcasts. Maybe I have an idea I want to talk about, but it's mainly just free form. But I kind of liked, I don't know, I Recently, as um, I think I mentioned in a podcast, I got rid of a lot of my old videos because, well, they're awful. And if you want them, you can like let me know, and I'm sure people can find them on the dark web. I'm not. That's not what I was embarrassed about. I just, I'm not embarrassed. More, there were a lot of ones I just didn't give a shit. Because when you're 23 years old and you're not, um, really have any followers, I mean, the freedom is kind of what got me to go and continue to try to do it, and. I did a, a lot of those were bad, and I think a big reason I deleted one is because um, thinking of who I was, and I still, and to a degree, still am uh, dealing with a lot of anger. So a lot of those episodes, I was angry and very intense, and I'm intense overall, but to a degree, which I was like, yeah, I don't want. Uh, I've recently started to try to like date more seriously. Um, n- not that I wasn't before, but it just wasn't a big priority. But now. It's like, oh, I don't want her to go find me ranting in my underwear high about, like, pissing, you know, the, the liberal liberals who are too sensitive. Um, and so I just decided to delete all my episodes so then I could do them in this new segment here. <laughs> um, but I did enjoy a degree of that freedom while I didn't – I do try to be somewhat conscious. I don't try to be shit-faced. Um, if I am, you know, this is basically my free space to do what I want with. And I guess I'm not – the other one I am trying to build the podcast. Of course, I want to have a successful podcast. Um, and I'm trying to have it a little bit be a little bit more professional. But then this one's just it's just fucking me. It's more like a journal. Um, and as somebody who went to therapy, I was like, dude, self therapy is like the it's it's just for me. Um, I don't know. I have fun. Um, uh, I recently so I've all I've I've smoked weed pretty consistently since I was about eighteen. Um, I've probably peaked when I was like twenty three. Um, and I, I've tried to smoke less weed, um, just quantity. And then also I think I heard in Brett Weinstein's book, Hunter and Gatherer's Guide of the 21st Century about how the percentage of THC is so high, uh, in modern strains and we didn't evolve for, for that. Um, and they didn't even spend a ton of time in the book on that specifically from what I can remember. I could be wrong, but you know, their point was just like, we should be careful. Um, and <laughs> trust me, I have, I have smoked enough weed uh, at certain points of my life to be like, this stuff can be dangerous, especially if you have, uh, bipolar. So I've tried to, like one thing I've done, about half the weed I smoke is like 6% THC. It's actually kind of a medical strain, um, high in CBD as well. Um, but, and sometimes I'll mix like a high THC strain with it. Um, cause I, I, what my guess is that higher, higher THC increases higher releases of dopamine in your brain. And, uh, when you increase dopamine in people with bipolar brains, it can make them psychotic. Uh, so honestly, I probably shouldn't smoke weed at all. Um, and it's why one thing I think once I found that out, I, I did try to be on my podcast. Like I don't I tell anyone what to do, but wouldn't recommend it, but I, I love it. I always liked it. Um, and so I wanted to find a way to use it and, you know, I don't know, be healthier in a degree, but also still have fun. And it's been a fun balance. Um, so that's been a way that, I don't know, modesty, I think I was, I was a person who would, I was, I was the kid in college who at least at one point where I was going to drink all the booze, I was going to smoke all the weed. And then I was that person and I'm like, I'm not happier. Damn it. This didn't work. You can't be the best at smoking weed. Like you you can't, you can't, you just got to smoke weed and chill and chill. And uh, I was a guy who also liked to drink a lot. Uh, at not frequently, but with like at certain times in college, it's like I'm gonna have all of it because my friend Kalen, who's been on the podcast, he's like John. You have two modes. You have like go, 
and then you have stop and nowhere in between. Um, and I was fun. I got to got to do that for a while. Um, and then after after my issues with pancreatitis, which was put me in the hospital a couple of times, I was like, no. And yeah, it's been kind of a. It's weird because I spend a lot of my time in bars around people who drink, and I don't drink. Um, and at first, I thought it was going to be impossible because I was like every. I wasn't some goody two shoes. Oh, I love to drink. Uh, but it was expensive, and it was so painful with pancreatitis. I just had to stop. Uh, I definitely feel better because of it. I remember every weekend I would kind of feel sh- like the hangover. Like I don't. Rem- I. When was my last, like, really, I was really hungover? Probably last time I was moderately hungover was over Christmas, around then. Uh, And it just wrecks your body. And not to say that weed doesn't, but it's not. Like, the alcohol, I think it's why it's so much fun. Like, you think there's anything that was, like, that much fun that, you know, didn't wreck your body? And even if it did, it would be a good thing. Like I'm all, I'm all for people enjoying alcohol. I enjoy alcohol every now and then, um, and it's really fun when I do. Um, but I I think it's it's good to try to, especially I'm 25. I'm, but eventually that stuff goes away. It's weird because at the time when you're in college and you're partying, partying, you know you're going out every night with your friends. You're like this is the shit. I couldn't think of anything better than this. This is amazing. The world would have to end for this awesomeness to end. And then it ends and you're like, hey, hey. This is the downfall of recording in your parents' basement. If you hear thudding in the background, that is, I do live in my parents' basement. And I come from a very loud family. Um, I don't know if anyone else is like that. Like, like. If you if you grew up in a family where my mom is very loud and my dad is very loud, all of the my family is just we're loud people, and I don't know. Sometimes when people are really quiet, they're very thoughtful and they're interesting. So you know whatever. But when people weren't loud, I couldn't hear you. I'd rather be too loud than too quiet. You know. I don't know. I come from a family of extroverts, though. That's what I didn't realize. Even my brother, who is introverted to a degree he has a very extroverted side of him as well and you could tell like, if you're around the wilsons we're like a good time we're we're fun and we're the good because t- we're fun we're pretty broad group because my dad's pretty goody two shoes but my dad's not like lame either um and, and mining those groups when you're in college i was always i don't know i also drugs and alcohol probably had <laughs> When you have bipolar and you're drinking, it's amazing. You feel like you sh- I couldn't stop. That's why I didn't stop. And then I was like, oh, there's a point where you should stop because it's poison and it'll kill you. Um, and, you know, you grow up. Things end. That's okay. It doesn't mean – sometimes I have to – I have a thing on my computer where uh, I've taken a lot of pictures hiking and stuff. And it'll flash through all those points. And it, it serves as a memory but also like – they are like good, good pictures. Um, and I was like, God, that time was so much fun to be young. I've been a very fortunate person. I'll admit that. I have had such a lucky life. Um, just in, in – people use the word white privilege, and I just – I don't like that term because it's loaded and – well, the, everyone has privileges in life and, and some more than others. I'll first be say that. But – you know, we should strive to make a better world, but, you know, and, and it's definitely not very equal now. But be fa- and it's hard when, like, especially rich people who grew, had really good lives and then they're not grateful. I've been that person in public before. Like, I, I didn't grow up rich. I was upper middle class, so I wasn't starving, and it was nice. Uh, we went on vacations, and I had a lot of good support systems, and I and uh, very much my road was paved before. For me, and I would probably be dead if that wasn't the case because I have a severe mental illness, and I'm thankful for what I have. And the fact that I'm white has a degree to do with that, but I don't come from a bunch – like my dad – my dad's side, we're a bunch of freaking coal miners and railroad workers, alcoholic railroad workers and coal miners. I mean – 
yeah, there was people with worse fates, but there's people with worse fates all the time. And if you're not one of those people, I mean, it does get to a point where you can be like, okay, you know, I should be conscious and try to be open to new things, but I have my own ideas and I should try to balance those with that of other people's. But I'm not going to hate myself for what I was given. I'm going to try to be thankful for it and, and be a good person, because I, but I think you should be a good person regardless. Acknowledge what you have. Um, and I, gratefulness is something I think Americans aren't super good at. But I'm not going to hate myself. Also, for, for, for white, I mean, it is, it's so sad because it's, I, I think it's a human thing. We, you know, there was a terrible racism and prejudice for almost all of human history. And now we're at a point where that's changing and, 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 that's, and that's nice. But there's also, how do you, there's so many wrongs in the world throughout that. Throughout history, throughout all of time, I can't fix all those things. I can be grateful and try to be worthy of those privileges, but and the yeah, I'm not gonna feel bad about that though because I can't. That's immutable. It's something. It's stupid to argue. Like I can't change the fact that I was white, and I'm also a pretty nice person. I'm not that big of an asshole. I can be, but and it does suck because some people just do not start anywhere near me. And they just, they don't have a chance. And I've seen plenty of those people. I've talked to plenty of those people. I'm friends with those people. And I had to, for some of them who, you know, just grew up in shitty households where their dad would freaking abuse them. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, I always was aware that happened and, and you know, strive to not make that happen. But I'm not, you know, I still want a Lamborghini. Actually, I don't. I want, um, Oh fuck! I don't see. I don't know anything about cars. Like I forget what my uh, Corvette. I think Corvettes have a super cool shape. That's really it. I don't know. I want that, but like I may not have it. I probably won't. And I'm also not like I also live in this economy, which totally fucking sucks. After COVID. And, I think we always wanted to think, especially when maybe it's a naivety we have as kids that, oh, this is so great because, you know, you are protected, especially if you grew up in America and a lot of places, you know, life wasn't always atrocious. And then, it, and especially if you're coming from where I went, which is upper middle class. And then with COVID, it like got super real. Um, and I mean, so many people lost everything and humans, I think all those things we look back in history and we're like, oh, that was super stupid. That was dumb. It's like, well, we're kind of doing them now too. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I had what else? I I. Oh yeah, that's what I want to talk about. Um. I don't know it's weird. I come in terms of relationships, especially after COVID. I kind of went on a break for a two-year segment from from that and, and really until I graduated. So what was that? It was like a year and a half. Uh two years of COVID, whatever. And as a person who had to drop out of who chose to drop out of middle school because uh I was just I was so depressed. I was so I I couldn't I couldn't exist there anymore. Um it was a shitty place. It was in this thing called purple, like a gifted and talented program. And I, I always think it's a bad idea to tell 14-year-olds, like, and give them team names because we were on Purple Team and it was, like, you know, the smart students. That's really bad to label kids based on their, like, academic talent when they're 14 and then say they're, like, a team. That's, like, blatantly tribal. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it, it was I, – I, I went to a weird school, and I can't even remember what I was talking about now because I'm stoned. This is the first high thought that made me forget something. Got to buy some of that Alpha Brain or whatever. I don't know. But with – I came out women. My relationship was, was forged weird. This high school I went to, I, 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 middle school, last half of middle school and high school, is called Jefferson County Open School. It's an alternative high school, very small. K through 12, 550 kids. So for 
I was because to me high school was tenth through twelfth. Um, there were like 150 students. It was really, really small, and it wasn't. In, it wasn't like a rural place too. We were in a city. It was just an alternative high school, and uh, I don't know what the exact percentage was. I've said half, but you know, half. A, a substantial portion of people who went to the school were gay. So I was around it from a, from a really young age, and a, a lot of people were trans too. So I wasn't unfamiliar with uh, this stuff, and I kind of saw it before it really exploded into mainstream. Um, but dating there was like, there was like five straight women that were attractive, and I was a mess in high school, so you know nothing happened. Um, and so much of college, I was like, fuck, I'm a loser. I play too many video games. I'm such a fucking loser. And I, I, I was so afraid of being a loser, especially in terms for women. Uh, and so, like, really, when I was 18, there was a long, it was a long way to go. A long way to go. I was a big nerd. And no, not a lot of social skills, but just enough to survive and figure things out. Um, and I kind of started to try to date um, when I went to CU in my early 20s. And, but it got, I got a big gap. But I learned how to have relationships with women, which was really important, I think, more so than the, like, physical stuff. Because I didn't have sex. I've had sex once, um, and that's it. And that was four years ago. I could probably calculate the day pretty quick. It was like, yeah, 34 days. It's been a while. Um, but I'm a person, I don't know, this is something I realized, and I guess some more emotional thing. I was, I don't let people get intimate with me unless I know them really well and trust them because I have a mental illness and I have been like, I have tendencies that I can't have someone around. I'm, I'm very cautious with who, who I let in. That's why I tend to, like, my friends from high school were, like, I had very close, tight-knit friends. Um, and if, if, if there, you were my friend, I, I, I could probably count, like, the, in less than ten fingers, like, the, like, six friends I've had and throughout my life. Uh, so I'm very close. And then especially when I, you know, after my first experience, it was with, like, a girl who I had known um, and was friends with. And yeah, I guess I, yeah, I still am. Uh, and it was like a seven, and one. There's like a lot of great porn out there. Not like that's a good alternative, but I know that was a very intimate moment with someone who I actually didn't know. I did know to some degree, and I was like, I'm not doing this. Is uh, no, not with my brain. Uh, with just a random person because I I remember it ended and my friend who, uh, Kaylin. He, I'll, I'll out him because um, he probably won't care. Uh, he was always telling me because he, he, he got laid in high school and was like, oh, dude, it's going to be like a seven. And I'm like, what? It's like, it's going to be good. Seven. Like, it's a seven. If you watch a movie, it's a seven. You're not like, it's not a great movie. It's not a bad movie. You know, it's an all right movie. And it was a seven. Exactly. Like, exactly. And I was like, oh, that other like three that, you know, th- makes it a 10 out of 10. Uh, that's like the intimacy. Um, and uh, actually just yesterday, I went on a date with a girl and I'm going to make sure she <laughs> remains anonymous. Um, but I had been on a, a date the week before with her and it was it was fun. We both had uh, fun. It was simple coffee shop, kind of walked around for the neighborhood for a bit, went to a plant shop because she likes plants. And it was that but it was it was i think both of us were kind of shocked cuz we met before at this um uh this this club event thing and i'm going to remain that anonymous cuz it will probably identify her but uh yeah so i asked her out and it was fun the first date more so than we thought and so i went to the second date with like oh you know it'll probably like i'll probably want to continue it and i remember we it was a good time like we we weren't miserable we had a good conversation but there was just no I means what they call chemistry there was no spark. There was nothing at all. Um, and and I, I, I remember because I, I was, the date was up in Boulder and I'm like, it's like a 45 minute drive. I didn't listen to anything on the way back. I just thought about that. I'm like, whoa, I wasn't, like there wasn't that spark. I wanted to go further. I didn't want to go further with this. And it's not because I didn't think she was attractive, but like, and I ended up, contacting her uh you know just saying thank you to, to be polite and she has like i'm not interested and, and and i was like so like i was the same way 
she was not, I don't see this as, uh, I'm not really romantically interested. And I'm like, neither am I. Thank God. I was like, thank God. Um, and some of it, it's just like, it's weird. There's no thing. I mean, I'm also a very, I'm a pretty introverted person. Uh, extra, I'm an extroverted person, and she wasn't. And There's just differences. Um, but I don't think I would have been there, because I remember I asked myself when I got home, was like, I think, in a sense, I'm also, because it's been just so long, um, I definitely, I'm, do, I, my brain kind of knows that, and if I'm nasally, I noticed this in my last episode I did, I'm still pretty getting over this cold, so, uh, and I forgot what I'm fucking talking about, eh, this sucks, this is part of self-therapy, the high humps, um, I know I was talking about women and, uh, this date, Um, I know it was like, well, anyway, with interest was just not there. And I think that because I learned, oh yes, I remember this is the battle between my dick and my head because my head knows it's like, oh, I think I want a more longer term relationship. I'm most into a short term relationship, but I kind of know what I want and yeah, I can, I can wait. I can wait. I can date. I don't want to sleep around. Not that I judge those who do. But eh, it's not, it's not for me. Uh, but then my dick is like, why? Why not now? Um, I remember because this is the second time that's happened after a date. <laughs> um, oh shit. Do I want to tell a story? Shit. Um, I just will because it's it's like early and it's kind of funny. Um, and it's true. It's nothing too gross. But I after. This is this. I went on a date a couple weeks ago, and I have this thing where I don't jerk off, like except for like twice a week. I try to limit it to twice a week, my jerking off to just to just that time. Um, but sometimes I'll wait. Like I'll do one like Saturday and sat uh, Sunday and Saturday next week, and like I came in came and after two dates, this happened. My balls have hurt after going on a date, and it was two dates where I was like enough attracted but it was like my dick and, and I think I went I, I was coming out of the fucking date and I'm like god it's been way too long because I remember I stuck my hand down like I was like did I like come in the middle of the date a little bit and I did I did uh just a little bit and I'm like this is this is like there's a there's an old song it's like I just I think Lonely Island did it like I jizzed in my pants like you know when you're like fuck uh I don't know. It's been too, it's been too, your body, your dick and your head. The fight between your dick and your head is ugh, shit. It's a like eternal battle. And I could probably like I'm a guy who's attractive enough. I'm not super tall. Um I'm like 5-7, but I'm I'm attractive enough where I can I can pull women if I wanted to, but probably probably I don't know. I feel so gross now. Maybe I'm just like an old man at heart. Maybe I'm just an old gross dude who's like too stongy like the Catholic I was born. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, like I said, I'm, I guard who I'm intimate with. And uh, I've heard people older who say a lot of that sleeping around doesn't make them feel better. And dating. I mean, kind of like this is fun, but. <sighs> the battle between your, your dicks, I want it now, and then it's like, yeah, but then there's post-nut clarity. Like, you are very different when you do and don't jerk off, and I have to have, I've had to start jerking off after dates because my balls hurt after. Like, it's not fun to have, and I've been hitting the balls before. That's what it feels like, and I was talking to my mom, who's a nurse, and she's like, yeah, there's probably, like, a lot of fluids down there, and, um, you know they can only have so much, and I I try I try to be have healthy views of women. It's why I, I do try to limit the amount of porn that I watch. It's one thing that's hard because porn's fucking amazing. It's it is like everyone. It's awesome. You can see like the most attractive women when you're like 13, which is not good for you psychologically. But I started watching porn on my DS because I was like everyone like I was a kid I was like oh god. Naked ladies. And, like, no one's going to check your DS for porn. Um, it was perfect. It was, it was perfect. And, until it wasn't. And then you're, like, you're watching it all the time. And 
you're trying to work on homework, but you're jerking off every 15 minutes just because, you know, you can watch it. Uh, and I'm a person who I kind of keep habits on for a while, and I slowly, you know, first I was like, could I jerk off like three times, four times a week, you know, and really try to get the number down. Now I'm in a range of like two to three. Um, and I only watch, I try to only watch porn once a week. I'm not perfect. Um, I know it's probably best to turn it off entirely, but it, that's, that's the hard part. I think about it when you're grew up with it, it's like always there and it's taken a lot of discipline to get, get to there. Um, and then like, when you're like, Oh, I'm being disciplined like this. I'm trying to be more attractive, be more responsible, try to, you know, I think it's not good for your head to always see these women and it'll screw up what the relationships, I believe all those things. Um, but then you go on a date and your balls fucking hurt. And you're like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. This just sucks. I don't want my balls to hurt that bad. I think if this is like what blue balling is, because I don't, they're not blue. I was checking. I was like, no. Um, but when I came that night, it was like a fucking volcano. It was like, rah, rah. you know, all the weird noise. And, oh, oh, oh. The weird noises and faces we make. Um, so I don't know. This is weird. I was like, everyone's like, stop watching porn. So I stopped. And I think I'm generally more disciplined than your average person. But I'm not like significantly so. And I know people way more disciplined. But I don't know if it'd make me happy. I try to, I try to meet that line of being disciplined and working as hard as I can. But I also like to have fun. And, you know. Gotta have a little fun. And I don't know that watching porn a little bit, trying to work on it, is so much worse than actually having sex with a bunch of random people. Like, I think if people can do that, I know my brother can do that. And he's not crazy. I remember he's not. He's not a slut, but he can pull. He's taller. God, if I was taller, if I was like 5'10", I'd be like a 9. Dude, shit. It'd be awesome. And even... but. That's it. I can, I can get by. But I don't know if eh, I don't know. Maybe I'm. I maybe I'm. I, I do think this part of me is kind of very conservative. Um, but it's I'm protecting myself. I know that psych, like psychologically, I don't want to be involved in those type of relationships because they tend to involve a lot of spikes in dopamine, either from being in a fight or getting over things and like these roller coaster unstable things I think through having relationships with women because I, I became the gay best friend that's like the the phase after you know you're head over heels in love and you, you, you stick around like, like you, there's a reason if, if you strike out you should just sometimes you can't be friends I couldn't I was too I was in love with her and it was my first time and so you're like well what's, 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 what's this but there was this spark and it was awesome um and then, you know, she says no, and if you stick around, you're the gay best friend now. And then I went through, like, a phase when I was 23 where I was like, I'm bi. And then I was like, no, you're just doing the thing, you know, to get attention from people. And when and I know because I think a lot of guys say that when they go on Grinder And you go, I'm like, oh, this is actually happening. And I was full in. I was talking to a guy. I was like, let's do this. I'm going full Greek. Um, and then I came and post-nut clarity kicked in. And it was like, shit. You just think Jason Momoa is attractive. I don't want to get fucked by him. You're like, oh, thank God. I can move on. Because uh, uh, that's interesting. I, I, was, I was glad I <laughs> was able to kind of, in college, if you're supposed to do it, ask yourself those questions. Um, and not be weirded out by it. Once I understood it. Because I, I I've studied, I've studied like Leonardo da Vinci. I've been around a lot of gay guys. I was like, is that me? I've never. I was a kid when I was. I remember when I was ten. And I was on the playground. And my friends were like, that's gay. I'm like, well, like, yeah, but like, who cares? Uh, I was like, why is that offensive? Uh, and he didn't really have an answer. And now I kind of get that. It's like it's gay. It's like because some things are gay. I remember I was skipping with Charlie and uh, my fr my friend, and he's, he's this older. Uh, he's like a middle aged black guy. And I'm and I'm skipping down the street like we we're going we we're out in just bar in Denver and skipping down the street and we had our uh, my friend Ali uh, 
he was like, it was gay as fuck. And he's from Iraq, and it was it was perfect. But because he has this, he's like, this looks gay as fuck. And he's just like, yeah, it probably did. It probably looked super gay. But skipping is actually hard. Have you ever tried to skip? It requires a degree of coordination, and it's physically taxied. And I don't know. I was probably a little high or drunk, and I was like, yeah, I'll just skip. <laughs> it was gay. Doesn't mean I am gay. Uh, and that, those, like, the, the interesting thing about, I think I, I, my theory of why, I mean, the nice thing about those relationships is when men went off to war, they had to happen all the time. All the time. Because uh, if you haven't seen, I mean, I live in modern society where we have phthalates and all these awful things that decrease fertility and porn and all this amazing thing, and I still am having these effects. Imagine when none of that exists. And you're with dudes all the time. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Um, doesn't mean it's good. Uh, but it, it probably did happen a lot. <laughs> it's probably a coping mechanism. Like, it's easier to fuck a person than you have to, you know, you have to kill them. Uh, but, you know, Greeks were known for that. And those, it, it, it's interesting, uh, I heard Joey Diaz talk about this on Joe Rogan, how he saw, like, two older gay guys, and that has to be interesting, as two older gay guys, especially where, I mean, do you, there's obviously settle, stuff settling down, but, you know, they're not, like, it's way harder for uh, gay guys to have kids, way harder, way harder, because you have to adopt, and... Then, like, I'm not having. I mean, there, there's things like being bi- like biology. Like, w- babies evolve to be with their mothers, and you're taking it away. I mean, that that whole adoption thing is. I mean, there's plenty of people who are adopted who are raised in amazing households and, and stuff like that. But and and they do amazing work. But there is a. It's not the same thing. Like that. that I always like to say this. Like, it's not equal. Like if you put them on equal sides, like equal sides in in math. I'm a math person. If something's on one side of the equal side, it has to equal the other. It has to. Like, that's what it means. And if there's slight variation, that doesn't mean the number's not close. But and those two aren't the same thing. And I forget they, what they were because shit, you feel like you have such great ideas. Um, and then they just maybe I think I think forgetting when you talk with with about what you're talking about with weed is. Uh, shit. I think it's, like, part of weed. I think it's, for me, I I like that. Sometimes I'm talking way too much, and I'm just like, shut up, John. But then you're recording a podcast where it's just you talking, John. What's wrong with you? Well, we're past that point now. Oh, yeah. Joy Diaz. Oh, gay guys. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um... When it, he, 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 he commented, you know, it was a bunch of, I think we were at a concert and they went crazy when this person, it was a, it was actually a wholesome story. Uh, but not having that process, like I have two lesb- lesbians, a little easier cause it's the mom. Like you just, I think there's a reason it, more women are bi. Like, I think it's, I think that is because that a lot of times probably the men did not come back for more and it, it, it helped to uh, have another partner raising kids. Uh, I think I took that theory from Brett uh, Weinstein. But for men, he wouldn't say what it was. And I think he wanted to save it because I think it was probably a lot like... I guess it was fucked up. I think it was because like, men were off and they were... It, they, like to, to, to survive out at times, you had to get along with people. And like when you're full of testosterone, you have to let it out somewhere. And those things would probably happen to just... Let things function, and then, you know, now I heard Jordan Peterson's theory of why gay guys are usually super creative, and that creativity is why they persist, which would be super interesting. Um, and all this stuff is people stuff people get mad about, but, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> finding out you're adopted is a thing. Like, people have to, like, it, it, there's not like, well, then I found out, unless, you know, you didn't grow up with a dad. But if you had two of your parents, so like, well, is it a dog? I found out my parents, you know, had sex and then had me. It's that's not a thing. It's like, because it does, it does matter. 
because we've part of our biology. And um, I mean, there's you know I know Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, he's the only gay guy I know with. He, I know he has three kids, but they probably have to have a, like a niece or a sister of theirs. Like, be a. I think kids need both. I think they need a a male role model and a female role model. It doesn't have to come from a dad. A dad and mom are easiest. But other than that, they have to have something because, you know, your kid, you, you know, gay people tend to be feminine, so that may be a good caring uh, to have feminine personalities, like caring, but that's, you know, there's not a substitution for an actual mom, you know, especially with breast milk and all those crazy things. We evolved to do that. And, you know, I'm glad people can, can raise kids. But if you don't have those role models, um, I was lucky. I had a lot of female role models. And then I had a lot of, like, my male role models, for the most part, weren't even my dad. It was my doctor and my um, my teacher in martial my my master in martial arts. Um, and without that, I don't know. I think kids, no matter who they are, need a healthy dose of both to know what it looks like healthy. And one thing that I haven't liked and I've, I've bitched about about ton is is mask you know with all the crazy wokeness i mean masculinity took this hit and i've definitely felt it as a person who has a more masculine personality that it's like sometimes you feel like you have to defend yourself which is like sometimes you're in masculine personalities i do tend to be aggressive and that can get in people's faces and all in my fuck-ups but it's like not wrong with being a dude and i'm also a person who knows how to survive and i'm not like the like apocalypse dude but i'm i can fight pretty well i like to do a lot of outdoorsy stuff. I'm a physically competent person, and uh, I like to do guy things. I like I like guys. Um, well, that's gonna that's just, people are gonna take this now. It's I know I'm not gay. Um. <laughs> Those I turned was like, well, for the may, maybe, who knows? Boop. Forgot what I was talking about again. Uh, uh, God, high brains like stop, don't forget It'll 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 probably come back, but I know all the stuff I said is super controversial. People get mad at weird things. Then it's like also, I they're correct. I mean, it, it's better to have your two. You know, you need both. You need male and female role models and. It's also okay to be a guy to do masculine things. You do. T- I think masculine guys we tend to fuck ourselves because you tend to be disagreeable. So you can like violence, and that's very downed upon, and uh, rightfully so. But it's it's also like you need people. Like it's weird because I, I, a lot of people have thought I've been in the military. Uh, I but I I can't. I, I got bipolar. But I'm a, I. You need those dudes. Like I want Navy SEALs to be the biggest, baddest, strongest dudes there are. And they're like, what about women? I'm like, fuck women. Like, I fought women. Yeah, there's big women who are very good martial arts. I'm not dark. Like, there's amazing fighters who kick my butt. But, like, vast majority, like, I've rolled with women. There's, like, upper body strength's a really big thing. Um, and we need big badasses to protect us. The world's not a super nice place. Like, I think that's a rude awakening. That Maybe it's a law of nature. <laughs> Like, you can only get that way so much before, like, your enemies, like, invade you. I always, I'll, I'll scream at things when I get mad. I'm like, when the Chinese come, they're going to kill you fuckers first. Um, and it's, I, I don't know, maybe they'll invade, but. I don't think so. But we need big, strong men to take care of things. It's okay to be, there's also healthy masculine and non-healthy masculine. And I've been privileged to have a lot of, masculine older figures to kind of show me what was what and i realized even from this last date i was like oh i I, you know i'm more of a i want to go out and i want to do things and be introvert and want to say we had different interests um which is fine Uh, but i'm realizing like oh yeah i like to do things and i'd like to do things with other people uh and if you don't do any of those things, that's fine. You know, I'm not toast dating someone, but there has to be some degree of interest. And I'm a, I'm a guy. I remember I had a date that didn't end well because I defended a joke for Matt Rife. And 
like I'm gonna defend a comedian's right to make a joke. It doesn't make a good joke, it has consequences, but he seems to be doing fine. People and I had a this this date because she had mad because I was like I wouldn't de- like condemn him. I'm like I don't mind if you find it offensive. I don't. And one I didn't realize I spend my time around like comedians and fighters and a bunch of wild people who say crazy shit. So sometimes I'm not what is normal, and you know sometimes they say crazy shit, and it's it's what you get used to. Um, and when you have to hear like mundane shit, it's annoying. Well, it's not annoying, it's just bo- you know, kind of boring. And so I forget. I've heard the like I've heard some awful jokes because when comedians hang out, we all make like way grosser jokes than we could ever make on stage. And I that's when I laugh the hardest for sure. And so I forget people get offended by things, which is fine. You don't want to be offended by stuff, but if you want, like, wanted to have a, a, you know, would not even. Like, I don't want to say, like, you can choose who you want. We probably wouldn't have meshed otherwise, but I've been, I felt judged on dates for, like, watching Joe Rogan, Jordan Peterson, which is, like, okay, fine, but you shouldn't judge me based on me watching them. You should judge me based on my actions, and if you don't like that, that's one other thing. But who I listen to? I never did that once to her. Like, she was saying all these things. I never rolled my eyes. Even with astrology, I was just joking. You know, I was, I was respectful if people believe that. Um, but not vice versa. I think sometimes, because I'm also a guy who tends to... Like, I'm stubborn. I like to fight. So I'll argue. And I remember just to not... I mean, she was nice and it was a courteous conversation. But to not want to talk to me because of... Me defending a joke. Uh, and I was recently at a club, and I'm not going to name it because it had – and I, I, I love this place. Um, but I got called out. Uh, or t- My set was cut short for a joke because they asked us not to make like gross dick jokes. Or, like They were not very defined. In the rules, when they started the show, they should have been like, okay, you can't make dick jokes. But then she's like, well, you can make tasteful dick jokes. Well, I thought my jokes were tasteful dick jokes. But she didn't think so, and she cut off another – like, also, if you are going to – do not cut off a comedian's set. Do not with your mic. Don't. That is really rude. Just, like, let them finish their set and then say it in between. That's what you're supposed to do. Don't cut them off. Also, these are new comedians. If you're going to have an open mic, you're going to get this. I mean, it's not a right thing. We can try to be clean, but you either you, – if you want to have – I respect the business and I respect that they got, you know, want to keep it going. But you need to make very clear rules. You cannot say tasteful dick jokes because that's subjective to the host. You have to say this person, there's no dick jokes. It's like, okay, that that's also then hard on comedians, especially when you're starting out. Because why are dick jokes funny? Everybody has a dick. and Yeah, there's some probably gorgeous looking dick somewhere, but most of them are gross. And men are gross in general. And... I think there's that relation of like, oh, we've had these experiences. It's why like post-nut clarity, like ideas about this stuff are out there. And yeah, there's I've heard disgusting jokes before. But jokes have to start somewhere. And at a show, I get it. You're you're having a show. But at an open mic, this is what open mics are for. If you cannot practice jokes and what you can say here at open mics. And it's the business. The business, they can do what they want. Um, and they run other types of things, and if they want to do that, that's fine. You know, like I said, I respect what they do, and I apologized for my set, but also I was trying jokes out. <laughs> You're supposed to do it in open mic. And, you know, if, if the venue says, well, where it's more profitable to run these shows, that's when we run the shows. Um, but if not, like... Just pick one. You need to find – and if you're going to do it and you have the mic, we still want to come. I still love the place. Make rules. Say what we can and can't say, and then we can leave based on decide that. That's how it works. And otherwise, you're not going to have fun comedy. Like that's a thing that I'm all for. Um, you know, a lot of times I even when I was like – I didn't realize until I hosted a mic as much, but – I get it when you have – you have to do two things when you have a mic. Sometimes you have to put up people because you don't know the next three people on the list. And if you don't put up someone who's really good, you're 
And Mike's going to die. So that's one. But then also I get it. Like pe- People putting up women, which I get to have a little bit of taste in uh, what happens. But at the same time, more dudes do comedy. There's plenty, like, plenty of funny female. I'm not saying women aren't funny. But there's more guys trying comedy. And there's more male comics. And, you know, you want different taste and crowd. And, that, and that's even starting to change now that comedy's... I mean, there's just so many different avenues to do it. Um, but, you know, I... I don't know. I'm not big on special treatment for, for people. It's like, well, go up, have their time, so... But I realize you have to put women... You know, sometimes like, ah, it's been like three dudes. You know, like, try to change it up. Um, but sometimes, like the mic, I, I had two women come to the mic. So you have to put them up in... You know, different orders. Uh, like, but you have to be, p- put up who's there. It's weird. I do. Th- I do way too many things with like majority dudes trying them, and I've always had. I, I've always had had. That's I. I can. I can. I can use the this stuff right. I always have. I. Well, not always. I guess if I was a kid, I. But I tried most sports. Um. Martial arts, math, computer science. The thing actually that did have women more than others was uh, Japanese. It was kind of, eh, probably closer. I think it was still majority dudes, but it wasn't huge. It was like, you know, 60-40. Um, but math, computer science, all sausage fests. Math, a little less so, because it kind of overlapped. But computer science, I mean, huge sausage fest. Um, comedy. Skiing is one thing I do that I don't, but I'm not like the, you know, craziest skier. I'm, I'm a skier, but, uh, hunting, yeah, that's dude's thing. Um, God, I'm glad for, like, I started to use Hinge recently, and it was great. It was great. It was awesome. Uh, I don't know. I've revealed a lot on this episode. I'm not sure I want to, like, spend it, but I've had fun, and I feel like it's been interesting. I've just been fucking around, talking. One day I'll have like people to talk to. Um, I'm trying. To, I had Ben Daly on. I need to have another co- comic on. I need to get. <laughs> I just like doing this. I have a lot of thoughts. That's why I call this self therapy. It's mainly for me, to work my shit through. Um. And also just have my own beliefs. Like I don't. I've stopped trying to f- apologize for what I believe in. Try not to be too much of a dick, but world's weird, people are flawed, and I want to cut people slack, but I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm a big merit person. Like, show me what you do that's cool. Um, and I think everyone can have it. I think people vary a ton, and so you, I want to know what, why I should listen to you. I don't want to just listen to you because, oh, I have this color skin. I was like, I think that's that's secondary. Or not, it's, it's not even a a huge thing. I mean, it's a it's an aspect of you, and it's an immutable one. So immutable aspects, things you can't change. It's it's like bipolar. You know, dwarfism, diseases, being black, being white, being any race, whatever. Like you can't change it. And so it's kind of pointless and stupid. I mean, you should try to obviously function like with bipolar. You have to function within. You have to do things, but like I don't give a shit if all the people. I don't really care who they are if, as long as they're good at what they do. It's why I love comedy so much. Because you can't, you can't bullshit being a comedian for long. People are going to find you out. You do have to, you know, be interesting to a degree. Uh, and you have to be good. You have to be funny. You can only be funny. Someone's going to catch you. Eventually. This is going to happen. Like, ah! And I like that, because then, like, the reason I say women are funny is because I know plenty of funny women. Um, and you need, especially early on, it's so hard to be a comedian. If you don't like a joke, walk out. Like, it's a joke. And I go become numb to sensitivity, stuff like this. I get that. I don't want to be an asshole about it. But... I don't know. Like, why'd you come to a comedy show if you didn't want to be offended? Uh, if you don't like a joke, I'm not saying you have to laugh at a joke, but I, I hate when people 
will laugh at a joke and they won't laugh at others. Like one of the most favorite, I was in Boulder the other day and I've God, I've all my bitching about Boulder has been significantly cut back because I used to tear up tear it apart. And I still have uh, plenty of shit to talk about Boulder. But I went to a mic about a month ago in Boulder for the first time in a while. And I it was the first that I had where the crowd was angry at me, but they were still laughing. Um, I got enough of the people there to laugh. And so then they, they, they were – because I was shitting on Boulder the whole time. Uh, and it was a very like, okay, you know. Boulder crowds have always felt that way. They're always super offended. What are you going to say? And so I kind of got to like I had I had a joke a, tra- a trans joke, it's not even it, it it's more of a point, uh the point uh which is under, I'm not I'm not gonna say the bit here you have to go you have to see it, but it, it's a good it was a it was a point made about it and I don't like when people try to use their disability to have power over you it's like dude you have a disability, <laughs> like if 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 I was doing something someone in life like you had bipolar. I'd be like, yeah, but I can I can still do this. Like you're right, yeah. Um, and it's just a, like we don't treat mental illnesses equally. We don't. And I think part of that's a phase. Like I think when you're gonna have all these crazy technologies, and then you're gonna celebrate being a certain thing, you're gonna get more of that thing happening in teenagers. Teenagers love to praise people. They act like they like they don't want to. I think that's adolescence. You act like you don't care, but you actually do. And you're also just a fucking dumbass because you're 14. And Ugh, I don't know. I don't know. I should probably stop talking. This has gone on for an hour. This has been fun. I've had fun with this. Um, don't be super sensitive. Like if you don't like a joke, don't listen to it. That's okay. I get it. I some if you're a sensitive person, I'm fine. But at the same time, it's. A, Oh God. Maybe it maybe that oh god is life could be so much harder and included on I'm talking about for me. I wouldn't like it either. I'm in the same boat. I'm from that boat. At the same time, it's like, okay, dude, like offended. Like if you're gonna get if you're I don't know what's worth like unless it's very personal to you, obviously. I get it of my personal things. But things that don't relate to you. Like you just I, it's an opinion you have, and you're getting mad at me because I'm offending that opinion or that belief. Like, well, that's what religious people do, and that's stupid. Like, as long as I'm not physically attacking you and sight, you know, there's, there's, I'm not breaking the law. Um, suck my dick.